Welcome to this week's End of Days update coming to you from Tulsa, Oklahoma. We had such a great time up in New England with Joey Roberts and the summits with Ross Roberts, Dustin Martin. We had so much fun. It's almost illegal to have services that have fun, but it seemed like the churches were blessed. The people were hungry. Had a wonderful time. If you're anywhere near Atlanta, we'll be in Atlanta this weekend at Word of Life Church, Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday morning. We'll be getting into end times as well there. We'll have a great time. So come if you can, if you're anywhere close. And uh, we'll try to update you a little bit further ahead of time on some of the other meetings that are coming up. The schedule's crazy full. But we're coming to you each week to look at the different things that point to the coming of the Lord, specifically the gathering of nations for the Ezekiel 38 war. The rapture's signless, but the second coming has tons of signs. So if we can look at what happens just after the rapture, we get a little bit of a sense of how close we are. Man, we are so close. you got all of the players, I say every week, on the field for the Ezekiel 38 war. So specifically with what's happening around Israel, obviously you know this last week was a crazy week. I think over 4,000 rockets were fired by Hamas into Israel. It was cool to see the Iron Dome do what it needed to do. It's amazing how the Iron Dome can comprehend if it's going to hit in an unpopulated area. If it's going to hit in a populated area, it's just crazy how that works. seemed like it was phenomenal. So many things are happening, though. Along with just rockets being fired from Gaza, this last week you had rockets fired from Lebanon. You had rockets fired from Syria. And you had a drone come in from Jordan, a suicide drone, and a drone come in from Lebanon and uh, uh, Syria as well. So three different types of drones. It's it's pretty amazing that Israel's surrounded by people that want to kill it. <laughs> And intriguing to hear the comments from the rest of the world, uh, even our country, uh, telling Israel to back down, telling Israel to, to calm down. If, if you had France being attacked by Switzerland, and Switzerland was sending over 4,000 rockets, nations would come to France's uh, defense and try to help them. That's so outrageously crazy. But a lot of things are happening all at once. So let's kind of go behind the scenes. We didn't really get a chance to get into it last week, but there's several reasons why this happened. You had Ramadan coinciding with Jerusalem Day, but the real main culprit of this was uh, basically a property dispute in East Jerusalem. You had an Israeli family that was uh, basically, the Palestinians were trying to kick them out of their house, and, and this family has title deed all the way back to almost 1835. So the massive dispute over property in the in the East Jerusalem. So everything's going to revolve around Jerusalem. Just watch. So Abbas, the Palestinian president, took advantage of it to incite riots. So even with Hamas this week saying, hey, we got to have a ceasefire, in the middle of that, they're creating violence and terrorism all around Jerusalem. They're getting Israeli Arabs to fight against Israelis. And it's just horrific. But a lot's going on to show the true colors. You had Israel basically um, protecting Israel, Israel Defense Force protecting them from the, the bottom of Gaza out in the water. You had a ship that stopped a submarine. The Palestinians were smuggling weapons by submarine into Israel. So a, a lot of different things going on. So intriguing to see uh, the, the, the world. Now, this was a bizarre one. You had France's president, uh, Emmanuel Macron. He contacted Benjamin Netanyahu with condolences and said he was sorry for what was happening. So in the midst of that, he's been working with Egypt and with Jordan to bring about a peace agreement. It is interesting that France's president's name, Emmanuel Macron, Macron means the mark. He even looks like the guy that's the Antichrist on the left behind series. So if he's not the Antichrist, he missed a wonderful opportunity. I'm not saying he's the Antichrist. It's just crazy that he's doing things right now similar to what the Antichrist is going to do. He's trying to uh, bring out a resolution with the UN. So a lot's going on right now all over the world. I mean, you have Russia. I've said it in the last few weeks, moving into position in Syria. You have Germany concerned about Iran trying 
trying to ratchet up its ballistic missile program so it can, once it does get a nuclear weapon, fire ballistic missiles into Israel. So all the little things that are uh, winding up together to point to what's going to happen just after the rapture, and that's the Ezekiel 38 war. So you have many things happening. You have Iceland had a, a, a volcano erupt that never erupts. You had five earthquakes in Japan in one day. You have Russia really basically taunting our troops on, on the northern part of the country in Alaska. So all the things coming together, put together, show you what's getting ready to happen. Probably the most intriguing thing is you've got Benjamin Netanyahu and Benjamin Gantz. Looks like they're going to be able to form a government in Israel now because all this is happening. But I, I do like that Israel is able to get basically 150 of Hamas's military leaders got them. Everybody was mad that Israel uh, took out the Al Jazeera building and the AP building. Well, those Hamas leaders were right there in that building. They got killed. You hate to see what happens there, but if you're going to fire against Israel, Israel's going to protect itself. We have no conception of having 4,000 rockets fired at one time over a period of nine days. So uh, I don't think this is the very it. This is it, but this is leading up to it. And I think Iran's watching all this. This is all being sponsored by Iran because of a boss and everything. So you're watching a, a cumulative effect of all of it coming together. See, that's exactly right, England. It's really all of it coming together so that Iran can kind of see how Israel responds. So very, very soon uh, we're going to see the king. But there's a little bit more time, and I think more is going to happen. I think it's going to get way worse before it gets better. This will calm down a little bit, and then you'll have another skirmish that's probably more radical. So, so what do we do? We always go look to the scriptures. It's, it's easy to comprehend what's going on based on the signs. Why did the Lord give us so many signs? So we tell where we are and how close we are to the coming of the Lord. What's the purpose of all this? As you see the finish line, you run faster, not slower. It's not an escape theology. It's a hustle theology. I had one guy say, Joe, if you teach on the coming of the Lord, just get everybody's hopes up. <laughs> That's exactly right. It's the hope that purifies you even as you're pure. So let's look at the scriptures. Number one, Israel made a nation. Number two, Jerusalem went back. Jesus said the generation that sees those two will not pass away to all fulfilled. But then you got the Hebrew language restored. You got the Ethiopian Jews brought back. You got the fertility of the land of Israel. You got the revival of the Roman Empire. You have the Temple Mount Institute. You have 172 different species of predatory birds that showed up. You had fish show up in the Dead Sea. You had foxes on the Temple Mount. I mean, this is amazing. You had the ritual baths around the temple fill up with water. All these things pointing to what the Bible said, this is what you'd see right before the coming of the Lord. It's interesting, there's more verses about what it would look like than almost anything in the Bible. You have the whole book of Daniel, the whole book of uh, uh, Revelation. I really think it's interesting, too, about right now, the Bible talks about in Matthew 24, what would happen just before the tribulation. There'd be pestilence, and Jesus said it'd be birth pains or contractions. So you're, you're watching the earth go through contractions because Jesus is just getting ready to come. So isn't it something that something so severe you can't ignore, but you don't really focus on the contractions, you focus on the baby that's about to be born. A kingdom is about to be born in the earth. So all these signs point to that. Jesus is about to come back. So you have men will be lovers themselves. You have selfie sticks. You got all the, these other signs that are pretty amazing. I always say this is one of my favorites. Aerosmith, Stephen Tyler got saved. That's a pretty radical sign. But then you go to signals. You had blood red moons on Passover and Tabernacles, four in a row. Uh, pretty remarkable. When's the last time you had that? 1967 when Jerusalem was won back. 1948 when Israel's made a nation. And 1492 at the Edict of Expulsion when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. Yet Columbus sailed the ocean blue in 1492, discovered America, safe harbor for the Jews. Pretty wild. After that, this last year, you had the Bethlehem Star. At the birth of Jesus, you had 
Jupiter, Regulus, and Venus coming together this last year. NBC Nightly News. Still, so we have a celestial event. I mean, that's a pretty big deal. Uh, when Jesus was born, the constellation was Virgo. This last year, the constellation was Leo. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah. So we're blessed to have all these physical, tangible signals, signs, and then you got physical, tangible signals. I mean, you had more than this, but if, if you got into all the things that were happening with the heavens, you got the sun getting ready to do uh, a lot of flares right now. You got some storm, geostorms. Uh, you got all kinds of stuff. You got asteroids coming by almost every single week. An asteroid comes by that they find out after the fact. So we're so privileged to have all the, the technology. But the main thing is, is this is all leading up to something. We're about to see the king face to face, Jesus, Jesus of Nazareth. So what do you do? You help your local church, help your local pastor. This is it. People go, all these signs have happened before. No, they've never happened before. Jesus is just about to come back. So uh, th this is the exciting part is we're about to see him. Wow, we're going to go from faith to sight. But we'll come back next week and we'll look at what else happened. I mean, a lot's going to be... I imagine there'll be a ceasefire. I imagine things will calm down. But it's all leading up to an agreement where the Antichrist will come in with Israel and say, hey, I got a perfect thought pattern for seven years. And man, we know we're getting close to that because Jesus is just about to come. Have a blessed, awesome week. Look forward to seeing you next week. Thanks for joining us today at the End of Days Update. If you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post, just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts. If these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Morris Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the EDU, and we'll see you next week.